on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. Joe and I have our full recap and reactions and beer ratings from SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver 36 last weekend. We're going to follow that up with the weekly wrestling recap. Uh, One, yeah, I think just one listener question. And uh, I'm going to complain a lot about Peacock. And we're going to talk about the also the results of the predictions contest from last weekend. And we're going to talk a little bit about Adam Cole and what's hey, going man. on, what's going on there. So, uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. You can follow me on Untapped at Dylan Free. You can follow Joe on Untapped at Joe Kalinowski. We're going to have a great show for everyone today. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 21 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan, and I'm joined by Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey. <laughs> what? Are you distracted there? I'm counting my tallies. Oh, from when you tallied instead of drank? No. Oh, you, you know, you, you, I forgot you drink and tally. You're, you're an unnecessarily double tasker or multitasker. Yeah, I, I, I've been... I don't, I don't, I just don't trust myself anymore with the just drinking. Cause sometimes I take big boy sips. Sometimes I take bitch sips. And that's the, that's the beauty of the game though. Like no one, like you, you got two people playing the same drinking game and they get different results because it's not perfect. It's that's, that's, that's the beauty of it. It's, um, it's perfectly imperfect. Yeah, that's the way that I designed it that way. Exactly. Exactly that for that reasoning. I would like to start by talking about not necessarily the pay-per-view of SummerSlam from last weekend. I would like to talk about the uh the application that we have to watch it on. And I'm talking about Peacock Joe. Yeah, I don't like it very much. Well, have you uh have you ever had to go back and uh like, have you ever not started the pay-per-view live? Have you have has that has that uh happened to you yet? And then it doesn't let you uh it doesn't let you start it until the pay-per-view is over. Yeah. It doesn't oh, let you start until the pay-per-view is over. So last Saturday, right, I'm on the swing shift, so I don't get home until about midnight. So I get home at midnight. Uh Leslie is watching SummerSlam, which I did not expect. I walked in and I saw the Rain Cena match and the aftermath of that, which we'll talk about. And then after that, they had an episode of WWE 24 
to uh, about WrestleMania 37 night one. Well, because of the whole Peacock thing and not being able to restart it until the pay-per-view is over, uh, this WWE 24 episode was also like tacked onto it. So it turned out because the pay-per-view ended like, I don't know, like 12, 15, something like that. And then the WWE 24 episode is an hour long. I couldn't actually restart the pay-per-view and start watching it until like 1.15. Damn. So, Peacock, fix yourself. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of that. It's, it's, it really just, it's the rotating shift work that I'm in that constantly puts me in these situations where I find myself not being able to start the pay-per-view exactly when it starts. And then I miss something. And then I have to wait until it's all the way over. If I want to start it over from the beginning, it's just, well, to be, to be frank, it's uh, it's a little frustrating. So frustrating. It's a little frustrating. I just want to watch my wrestling as soon as I get home, but I can't. And I have to wait till the very end. It's frustrating. Yeah. When um on Saturday night, when this happened, I was like, I'm going to yell in the microphone so loud. I'm it, it's a week later now. I'm a lot more calm. I'm a lot more calm about it. So instead of yelling at Peacock, I just have stern words for them. So, you know what? Maybe they'll listen better because of be, that. Be better, Peacock. Just, yeah, just, just be better. That's all we're asking. Just be the network again. Like, I wish it was just the WWE network interface on Peacock. Yeah, that, that the, would be cool. The only thing that's... I don't know. Yeah, I think the only thing that's good about Peacock is like the fast forwarding and rewinding is a little bit more polished than the WWE Network was. But that is it. That is it. I I will say that I would most likely have Peacock regardless of WWE Network was still its own thing or not. But because of the office, you know, I watched the office on Peacock right now. I'm watching Superstore. Have you seen it? Never watched that. Big recommend, big recommend rather. It's uh, it's written by one of the writers of The Office, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of has an office vibe in a Walmart in a, in type, a Walmart Walmart type store. So I think it's weird because I think it's a weird a mix between like Costco and Walmart, but I guess it's more accurate to Walmart. Is it like the same as The Office, where like they do the confessionals at the camera? No, it's it's that's that's the biggest difference. Is okay. It's, because that's like one of the things I love the most about The Office is the yeah, fact it, that like they know they're being filmed. Yeah, it's not it's not quite like that. It's more just a straight up third person episode. OK, but, you know, it's it still has the the incompetent boss and the, the wacky characters that The Office has. Hmm. I like it. Maybe I will. Maybe I will check that out. I don't know. Then. uh been pretty busy lately with this and work and i'm i'm working out again getting healthy hopefully speaking of working out i meant to order chick-fil-a on doordash what does that have anything to do with working out well i just forgot to do it it's like the opposite so me just saying working out reminded you that i'm so such a pathetic human being whoa dude there's plenty of not pathetic human beings that get their food delivered all the time (laughs) (laughs) instead of going instead of driving and going to get it like they did 10 years ago 
Yeah. Well, podcasts weren't a thing 10 years ago, you know? Yes, they were. Okay. Podcasts. Nobody nobody listened to them. That's that's the big difference. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this one. Nobody listens to it. <laughs> Three people. We appreciate you. Three max. The other the other big news of the or I guess big news of the week is I don't know if it's really news yet because we really still don't know. Like I've seen tweets. Uh Adam Cole. I've seen a tweet saying he's done with WWE, and that started on Thursday. Thursday was his last day, or that was the day his contract expired. Yeah. Is he like is he a lock for AEW? Are I don't we, know. Are we thinking? I don't know. I'm uh I'm like I guess conflicted on on what's gonna happen because well yeah, because you're an AEW hater. I'm not an AEW hater. I like AEW. I like the WWE signings on AEW. I still think it's 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 a risky move to continuously sign established stars. Okay. That's just my personal opinion. So what do you what's your prediction here with Adam Cole? What's gonna happen? I think he'll probably go AEW. Most recently, he removed his the link to his WWE shop uh, from his Twitter. Yeah, there was all the stuff that I posted in the group chat with you and Chad. With like, I think it was Sunday or Monday. Uh, someone tweeted a picture of Adam Cole's merch on WWE shop, and it was all like suddenly on sale. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't all of his merch. There, there's still stuff that's not on sale. A lot of WWE's people have stuff on sale i don't think it's it's a big indication that he's leaving aew just because wwe yeah leaving wwe just because his merch is on sale i mean it's got to be like uh, it's also it's also all nxt stuff and if he moves to the main roster he won't be on nxt anymore that is true but if he is moving to the main roster i mean i feel like we'd see him soon but i you don't i don't know I feel like he's a lock for AEW, especially after which we will talk about the move that he pulled at NXT TakeOver that someone in AEW uses. And then... Oh, yeah. The, the Lawjack? Uh, the Lockjaw? Or yeah, the Lockjaw. What did you just say? The, uh, lo- the Lowjock? I, I, I said the Lawjock. Uh, I switched the letters... <laughs> Uh, and I get no, I guess I left the, the right first letters for each of those words in place, but I switched the ending of the word. Hmm. Well, Joe's hammered already. No, I'm really not. Not yet. The other there's so there was there was that him doing the lockjaw. There was the the picture uh, from uh, being the elite scene uh, that had Adam Cole that Kenny Omega posted on his Instagram. Uh, pretty much like after all the news broke that he was leaving. And then there was also the the other weird thing is, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it or if this was planned at all, or if it's just wrestling fans reading way into way too far in between the lines. CM Punk's shoes. Did you see this stuff? Yeah, I did. It was so, like the, there was a BW. So the, it was the the week of the debut on Rampage. He had an AC on like the heel of his shoe or like the outside of his shoe, like drawn on there. 
There was another one on his other shoe that I don't remember what it was, but I, well, I could... there's, there, there's a couple. There was he, on different shoes. There was an AC, there was a BW, there was a CF, and there was another one that I don't remember. But so people think that, that he's hinting at who's AEW bound. So if you're keeping up Bray Wyatt, Charlotte Flair, Adam Cole, and I don't think mm, there's no. no way Charlotte Flair's coming. No, absolutely not. Not anytime soon, at least. If she is, it's we're talking like a few years from now. Yeah, like I, would I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much longer her contract is up or contract has in, in WWE, but I mean, yeah, if I, you have no, if I you have didn't, no idea. If you didn't watch SummerSlam, spoiler alert, she's the champion. So well, maybe, maybe she'll get the old Charlotte, North Carolina screw job. Yeah. <laughs> It would be like just just the fact that like she's chasing her her dad's championship, uh, like number of championship wins. If she ends up going to AEW and like not getting it there. Is she chasing it or is WWE chasing it? Both. I mean, I doubt she I doubt she really gives a shit at all because she's her she's her own person. But WWE is definitely trying to build that up, build that story up. And they're working real quick at it. Yeah. Um, all right. So jury's still out on Adam Cole then. Other things. Let's see. Uh, I definitely lied about going to the live event in September uh, from last yeah. week. Yep. You said that. You mentioned yeah. that. Don't even realize, I don't even know why I said I'm going. I will not be in town. But I totally didn't forget that I won't be in town. Uh, that I'll just leave it at that. And yeah. but the the one thing the one thing that I forgot to mention is next week's SmackDown in Jacksonville. Myself and Dewey will be in, in attendance. Yeah, and, and not Joe. Yeah, I for, I forgot that I lied about going to the September third SmackDown because I won't be there. Well, we got some uh, second row floor seats there, bud. Right by the what? time, right by the timekeeper. Pretty good, pretty good spots. And I, I only watched the first hour of SmackDown last night. Um, like I have the rest of it on right now, but I, I already read what happened. It looks like I, just because I'm not there yet, as I'm as I'm watching it while we're recording, uh, is. Is there a Universal Championship max match next week? Yes, a gr a good Universal Championship match. Oh boy, and I'm in, and I will be in attendance for it. Yes, you will. So the one thing right now, Joe, is what what I want to decide is uh, when would you like to record next week? Would you like to record after Dewey and I come back from SmackDown? Or I was before? hoping Saturday. Oh, so you want to do a super hungover dudes talking wrestling episode next week yeah i was hoping just like saturday morning somewhere around there or saturday any time of the day i feel like that's like our second best bet for entertainment so i'll take it All right. i feel like i feel like best bet for entertainment is immediately after dewey and i get back home from yep. smackdown <laughs> but it's gonna be super late so I don't know. It's fine. We'll leave it up to you. Well, you, you, you probably won't get that drunk at 
like maybe you'll you'll probably pregame that and that's the biggest thing but like at the stadium you know how risky it is to to leave during commercial breaks because that's when randy orton comes and fists people you know that's well i mean i don't know this is only so the this is only my second tv event ever the only the other one was dynamite that i went to a few months ago so i don't know oh the one where you got a free t-shirt no i didn't get a fucking free t-shirt thanks for reminding me <laughs> but yeah so next week gonna be probably a very entertaining episode because dewey dewey's gonna join us probably for the whole episode unless he for some reason has to work during the weekend which he said he might if we're if we're going to be recording on Saturday, we are going to be we might actually just still be drunk from the night before. Let's let's be honest. OK, well, that sounds fine to me. Yeah, either that or like. Probably top five hangover, so <laughs> stay stay tuned for that uh, last last little bit of business before we get into the. Uh, beer ratings from SummerSlam. Chad is the champion again. Yeah, I was a lot of people were close. I was I was one match away from getting into the tiebreaker for night two, but I I I didn't get it because somehow Adam Cole nor Kyle O'Reilly bled during that that match. Yeah, so it was he was like one of a few people that picked Goldberg to bleed, right? And Goldberg was the only person that bled on SummerSlam, and then we pretty much all had the same takeover prediction. So, but by the time he was winning after SummerSlam, it was basically a lock unless some crazy shit happened on SummerSlam. Yeah. Where so, so some other people that were in the running who had different predictions could have won, but basically yes. once he was beating us after SummerSlam, it was over for you and me. So our, our tiebreaker for night two wouldn't have worked. I'm pretty sure if, unless I'm doing my math wrong, if, if Cole had bled, but O'Reilly did not, or sorry, if O'Reilly had bled, but Cole did not bleed, because I had O'Reilly to bleed and he had Cole to bleed, then I would have tied with him. And then our tiebreaker time was exactly halfway between, like he he had I had ten thirteen, he had eleven thirteen, and it ended at ten twenty eight. So we were, I'm pretty sure that's exactly halfway between. What? So I, I, no, that doesn't make any sense. Ten twenty eight is not halfway oh, between. Never mind. It, so you're saying the oh. night the night two one ended halfway between the way I was doing no, it was the way I was doing it was closest between the two nights like you just oh. add up you added up yeah oh, okay I'm, never mind yeah so yeah. cool yeah um congratulations I guess Chad so, so close I'll get I'll get that title back yeah I, I haven't came... had that title in my house since I bought it and nobody owned it neither of us have been the champion since this podcast started and it's becoming depressing that's I think, not true i was the champ when the part that when the podcast started and i lost it at some point i don't remember that okay oh yep i remember now and then then okay so it's been you dewey it's been you chad dewey now chad again yeah i'm cursed then <laughs> i think i'm cursed because before this i would win it every other time almost yeah like pretty close to that yeah, but then I don't know. We started getting longer title reigns, but it's okay. It's, it's not. Okay. It's not. It's, it's not slight. Okay. It's slightly depressing. But Luckily, we only have seven more days. That's seven, true. More days. That's true. There's another pay per view. Another pay per view next weekend. So, 
Let's get into beer ratings for SummerSlam. Uh, I already talked about my my bitch fest about Peacock. The other thing that I wanted to note is when you go back and watch the replay, you don't get to watch the pre-show, which sometimes has a match. So I did not get to watch the Big E Baron Corbin match. Joe, how was it? It was a pre-show match, an okay. unannounced pre-show match. Yeah, pretty much. It got. Oh wait, never mind. We're not getting into that yet. Yeah, are we? Are we, are we doing yeah. beer ratings? Are you, yeah. So, are you listening to anything I say? Yeah, I'm. I'm just distracted. By what? I just woke up. I'm sorry. Shit. Yeah, that's true. I've been. I've been awake through the night. So, I'm yeah. like, it's actually time for me to drink, and you just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Biggie won the match, and it got a single beer. It was pretty much just Sad Man Baron. Put a put a pin in that thought. By the way, it's basically Sad Man Baron, and he was more concerned about like getting the briefcase or maintaining the briefcase instead of going on and winning the match. And there was a couple good offensive moves or defensive moves by Baron, but nah, Biggie got it. And that got a beer. Yeah, and then I guess Corbin figured that he needed to go try to win some money in Vegas. Again, we'll put a pin in that thought. <laughs> All right. So that got a beer. Uh, then we get to the main card. We started with uh, AJ Styles and Omos versus RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I have a sign for this one. There was a lot of good signs at SummerSlam. The yeah. Vegas and whoever com- uh, I almost said commuted flew to Vegas basically for this pay-per-view brought their fucking sign game. Yeah, uh, there, there's some good signs. There was a Randy Let's Wrestle Naked sign. Yeah, that's 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 what I have for this match. <laughs> the the one thing it was as soon as this match started, though, that I noticed that this pay-per-view was not going to have pyro. Yeah, that was weird. No pyro. Uh, I was I was wondering about that. And I, I was, you know, sometimes I, I do my drinks for entrances early. And then mm-hmm. so so like I'll just take two sips right off the bat for. Yeah, if you if for like Edge or Roman. Yeah. Like people you know that have pyro. I do that. I do the same thing. And then I'm ahead and I'm like, that's weird. Where's the pyro? Yeah. I read something that the, that Allegiant Stadium there in Vegas, like had issues with it. Like it wasn't like the, the stadium, the people that own the stadium or whatever had issues with it. It was like it just, they like physically couldn't do it for some reason. And that's why they didn't have it, which is very disappointing. You know, this is, Technically, this is their biggest pay-per-view of this year as far as attendance goes. Yeah, that makes sense. And you would think that like they would want to go all out, but they couldn't. All out's next week. Damn. 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 Uh, Just, yeah, I'll I'll, just uh, because I think I'll forget by the time that Raven. just because I think I'll forget by the time we get to the weekly wrestling recap, there was a, a dark segment after after the after Rampage went off the air of CM Punk in the ring with Kazarian and Christian Cage, and you know CM Punk just talked for a while. Then is this like a clip on Twitter you saw? Yeah, it was on Twitter. 
Ooh, nice. Uh, watch this. Yeah, so it, it went off the air, and then CM Punk talked about who would have thought you would have seen CM Punk and Christian Cage in the ring at the same time. And then Frankie Kazarian talked at the very end. And the, the reason I thought of it just now is because Frankie Kazarian says, we got to kick this motherfucker into full gear. And then CM Punk's like, whoa, bro, you've been working at this company since day one, and you don't know that the next pay-per-view is all out? The next pay-per-view is all out. Full gear is like months away. I just started that. I know that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I got to watch that now. Back to the match. Honestly, I didn't really have a whole lot of uh, notes for it other than the fact that like this was over pretty quickly. This was like a meh tag team match. RK Bro wins. They're the new tag team champions, which I thought was the right move. That's what we both picked. Uh, and they, I mean, this entire time, they've been a lot of fun to watch. So I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, I mean, it is raw, so... Or it is the Raw Tag Team Championship, so it'll probably be it'll probably go into I don't know a bunch of a bunch of rematches, yeah, and watching the same match over and over. And this match got one beer as well. Yeah, one beer. Somehow in ta- a tag team match, tag teams the secret killer. It only got one beer. Yep. It was again. It, you're right. It was an all right match, but we've already seen Randy Orton. And we, we've seen all these guys go at it like in singles matches in the month leading up to it, which I'm fine with. Like in a tag team build, I'm fine with the members of the tag team doing one on one matches against each other. And I'm even fine with like 50 50 booking it to make like the intrigue as far as like who's going to win. I don't know. I, I thought the build for this one was fine. The there's the there is a match later that I'm gonna complain a lot about the build to it, and you saw the re, you see the reaction from the crowd at SummerSlam, and it's like you wonder why no one's cheering for this match is because you guys told a terrible story. Yeah. <laughs> speaking. Speaking of terrible, I wasn't even over. I wasn't even talking about the next match, but speaking of terrible stories, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Joe, uh, I'm assuming you also wrote this sign down. You want to go ahead and talk about this one? Yeah, so this this was a sign that even the commentators talked about. This was the sign of the night. Yeah. <laughs> it said, Eva Marie is worse than an airport tuna sandwich. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Even reading it, like I like I knew exactly what you were about to say. I, I <laughs> laughed at it on Saturday. It's still so funny. Yeah, that was funny because even like Corey and jimmy smith and uh byron they all had a conversation about it yeah i did i did write down that there was a you both suck chant um i didn't hear the you both suck yeah i was like right at the beginning i think a a coupled along with a with a like we want wyatt chant which vegas chill out alexa bliss is great alexa bliss is great you cannot do you both suck chants when Alexa Bliss is involved in the match. Yeah. You just can't. It's like, as far as this podcast is concerned, it's against the law. Uh, but this wasn't obviously, I mean, this obviously was not a good match at all. Alexa Bliss wins. There was a, there was a pretty funny moment, like at the end when Dewdrop made fun of Eva Marie. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was the, the hint at us moving away from Dewdrop and Eva Marie. Yeah. 
and uh, it got a half of a beer. So we're three matches in, and we are still less than three beers. Yeah, two and a half beers. I, yeah, we talked about it before this, but I, I started watching this pay per view, and my my count was so low at the beginning that I was legitimately concerned that I was doing a bad job at beer ratings because it's just so low until. Well, pretty much. No, the the highest rated match on the card didn't even get three beers. It got two point seven five. Okay, we'll talk about that when we get to it. But I had that was the that was the highest rated match on my. Oh, I mean that's what I got for it. Yeah, not really what you're looking for in a SummerSlam pay per view. This will not be a pay per. This will not be a pay per view I really ever go back and watch, especially to just play the drinking game. Yeah. It's, it was not good. The, the storytelling beforehand and everything leading up to it was just kind of subpar. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next next match, we had the United States Championship on the line. Shamius. Whoa. Sh- Shamius? Yeah. I don't, don't know why I said that. Shamus took on Damian Priest. I realized during this match that I've been spelling Damian wrong. In Damian Priest this whole time. So like did... it's with an A N instead of an E N. Oh, that's what I got written. Yeah. I've been spelling it with an E N and like putting it online on the prediction sheets. Dude. I feel pretty I felt pretty stupid when I saw that. There, I said it. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Would you uh I see you got your Chick-fil-A there. Would you uh would you end up is that a is that a burrito there? It's it's the breakfast burrito with the jalapeno salsa. Big recommend. Also, yeah. now that we're on this topic, uh, I'm gonna s- circle back to the the three hour podcast that you guys shot without me because I finally listened to it. Which one? The the one that you guys shot without me. Is that the, the one, one that Andy? is that the, the one with the Andy? fast food? The, the fast, fast food, food one? one. Okay. Yeah, Dewey, you are so fucking stupid to ever fucking call into call into doubt. The legitimacy of Sheets. Sheets is not just a gas station restaurant. Sheets is a restaurant with a gas station. Thank you. It is so fucking good. I did not think that's where you were going because I thought you were just going to call out Dewey's draft as a whole as terrible because it was. He got that too. Dewey, your draft. You pick. Well, you pick Starbucks. No, he he picked Panda Express first overall and then followed it up with Panera and Starbucks. On a draft that I'm sh- fairly certain that women don't vote on, you're not going to get guys to vote on that. It's not. It's not just that it was his first pick. It was. It was that it was one one. He had the board completely open. Yeah. It's. I mean, I'm going to go see him in Jacksonville next week, and I'm going to. I'm going to fuck with him the entire time. And he's like, "Hey, you want to go get some food?" And I'll be like, "Sure. Why don't you pick?" Um, Wide open. Any fast food place you want to go. I know for a fact he's not going to pick Panda Express. No. He picked he, it be- He picked it because it's the only Chinese fast food place. Like, he was going to, like, corner the market in that draft on Chinese fast food restaurants, thinking, like, having the diversity in fast food restaurants was going to get him the win. No, it's about picking the fucking best fast food restaurants. Yeah, absolutely. If we were doing specific categories like we did during at least one draft, then then I could see that pick because you've got a lot. You have a lot of 
chicken restaurants, a lot of burger places, a few Mexican, but we ended up not going with categories. Yeah. So real bad pick. And my theory behind that is that, you know, he's thinking like it's, it's ingrained in he's his o- brain. He's overthinking the draft and he's no, losing no, all of them. Not just that. I think he like the reason he picked Panda as a one, one was because it makes him think of a better time in his life when he lived with me and Panda was the closest place to us. And it's realistically, I think he just misses me. Oh yeah. Well, miss you, miss you too, Dewey. You literally just called him stupid five minutes ago. Yeah, that's that's our whole thing. Like all of our things with Dewey. That's true. Dewey is really stupid. All right. And all and also he talks shit on sheets without ever having gone to oh, sheets. Yeah. You if you haven't, first of all, sheets, which one? Greater than sign, Wawa. Oh yeah. It's MTO, dude. They have a whole thing made to order. Yeah, it's delicious. I always go with the big mots chicken sandwich with mozzarella sticks as the cheese or it's a chicken parm sandwich excuse me with yeah, mozzarella mozzarella sticks or the cheese it's yeah it's in, it's incredible yeah i've gotten that more than once uh back to wrestling <laughs> all right good <laughs> yeah. that's mostly what we talk about here um i have a Corey graves quote for the Seamus damian priest match uh he said he was talking to Byron Saxon and he says, Saxon, you sound like you spent your high school career inside of a locker. Yeah. Which we could, he, he probably did. We, we could like, we do a lot of Jerry Lawler quotes, but we could do quotes on. Oh yeah. Corey, as, Corey once, Graves talking shit to, to Byron Saxon. Yeah. Once we, once like when we do, when we do these, I'm all, I'm always listening for quotes now that we started the announcer quotes thing and the signs, like I'm always on the lookout. It's so much fun to like listen and and watch for when we're watching these now. I have such a blast doing it, along with getting hammered. Uh-huh. Um, Damian Priest is the new United States champion, and this match also gets one beer, a singular beer, a sing one singular beer. The theme of the night is this match got one beer. Yeah. Uh, Usos and Mysterios were next. Uh, I really, I took a note. Uh, I really enjoyed the Mysterios ring gear. It reminded me of like a, like pink lemonade. Yeah. I didn't take that note, but I know what you're talking about. I just thought it looked pretty cool. That was the only note I had for that match. That's the only thing I have written for that match. You said, you said you didn't have that note. Oh, sorry. I have nothing written for that match. It was another match that happened. Yep. The nothing, Usos. Go ahead. I was going to say nothing really happened in this pay-per-view with the exception of a title change earlier or two title changes earlier. Nothing happened until the match after this. Title like title changes happened up until about. And the, yeah, it was just like a bunch of title changes. Then we get to a little bit like halfway maybe a little over halfway through the show and then shit starts happening. But the shit that starts happening isn't that great. But there are are things that are good, but they, they played it wrong. Yes. Which I'm pretty sure we're about to talk about. Uh, The Usos won that got a beer and a half at this point, highest rated match on the card. We're uh, what? Five matches in 
Beer yeah. and a half is the highest rated match. Uh, next, uh, I had originally written down Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, but that did not happen. No, yeah. instead we got Bianca Belair versus Charlotte. What? Or sorry, sorry. Ah, damn it! I just looked at the C. Instead, we got Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Nope. No, that still didn't happen. Cue Becky Lynch's music, and we have WWE's first punch because obviously, like we recorded last week between Rampage and SummerSlam, WWE's first re- retaliation back to AEW. I think from the CM Punk debut. They give us Becky Lynch. It was a great moment. Uh, in high, like in in the moment, it was a great moment. In hindsight, not a great moment because Becky Lynch throws Carmella out of the ring. And even up to this point, I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. We're getting Bianca versus Becky. They ring the bell. 26 seconds later, Becky Lynch is the new champion. Yeah, they they did Bianca wrong. Like, I don't I don't get it. Like I think the best way that this could have gone down is do the stupid Bianca versus Carmella match that we've seen a thousand times. Have Bianca squash Carmella, then bell rings, matches over, Bianca's music hits, she's celebrating. Now hit Becky's music. Bianca, yeah, she's already tired. Bianca, no, no, don't even have the match. Like Bianca still looks strong. Becky comes out, they confront each other, and you build intrigue. It's like, oh shit, this is the next big thing that's happening. I gotcha. Yeah, no, that that that, I agree with you on that. Uh, Alternate, alternate idea is Becky Lynch returns. There, there still is a match, but. You don't, or yeah, the, the, the other alternate is you do a fucking 20 minute classic. Yeah, no, I think that, that would have been the best option. So I don't know, maybe cut out fucking Rick Boogs and Shinsuke entering for nothing. Well, apparently I talked to Chad about this apparently because that happened before this match. Apparently they were like up until Carmella coming out. They had no idea what the fuck they were doing back there. I don't I find that hard to believe that they didn't know like they didn't plan this out because I'm I'm fairly certain that they knew about the whole Sasha thing like all week and they kept but they kept advertising her to be wrestling Bianca because they didn't want to give away Becky Lynch showing up because they knew if they would have done that like if they would have pulled Banks from the match and announced that it's going to be Bianca versus like mystery opponent. Everyone would have known what the fuck was going on. Yeah. So there's that next. Oh, I'm sorry. That got that match as short as it was 26 seconds, 27 seconds. uh, It got a beer and a quarter. Yeah. And that's strictly based off of finishing your beer. Yeah. And the entrances, there were three different entrances. So yeah. Yeah. And, and the, and the finish it's it was literally a full beer and four oh, and, sips. And, and the title change that's that, yeah that's oh yeah it. full beer and five sips yeah uh next we had another very quick match jinder mahal drew mcintyre 
Drew McIntyre wins. There's nothing to say about this match. It, this was booked by Raw, so I have nothing to say. <laughs> it half was a, obvious. Half a beer. Yeah. Uh, then we had the triple threat match. Another Raw match. Raw Women's Championship on the line. Nikki, almost superhero. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. So this is the match that had, in my opinion, and this is, I'll leave Alexa Bliss and even Marie out of it because it actually did not have a build and they did not try to build that at all. They actually tried to build this match and have a good story told here. And it was garbage. Like the three of them just kept facing each other week after week after week after week after week. Why do I want to tune in and watch this match if I've already seen these three wrestle every week, back to back to back to back to back? I understand the fact that it's a triple threat and now the dynamic is a little bit different. But why would I like the the crowd? You could tell the crowd was tired of seeing these three wrestle each other. Yeah, we need Oscar back. Is she hurt? No, she just hasn't been used. That that is exactly what we need. I mean, I don't know about that now because. Charlotte is the champion. Like I would have loved like an Oscar Nikki Ash match. Something new. That's literally like that's what we need. I'm tired of Charlotte's character. Yeah. <laughs> I need someone to come and rock her foundation. Move like, her to AEW. Yeah. Get her the fuck out of there. During the draft. Yeah. Oh, have AEW draft Charlotte Flair. Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. great. Um, there was a spot where Rhea. I think she either did a dive to the outside or got thrown to the outside and like flipped over the ropes, landed on her feet, but it looked like her knees buckled. It looked very painful. I just wanted to point that out because yeah, she continued she, to wrestle the match and look like she was not hurt at all. And I know for a fact that I would have torn all my whatever CLs, meniscus, ACL, MCL, PCL, LCL. There, that's all of them. I would have torn everything. Yeah, but she's, she appears to be fine. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Because she's great. The other thing I had written down, what is even the fucking point of the women's money in the bank? We are a month removed from money in the bank. And now the person that won the money in the bank is not even really in the title picture. No. Like they've already cashed in and won the title and lost the title. I mean, that's we've seen money in the banks end like that before. Like, I don't know, Big E or sorry. Whoa, what the fuck is wrong with my brain right now? The Miz losing like right after. Yeah, but he didn't win money in the bank. Well, he was Mr. Money in the Bank. Yes. <laughs> didn't think about that, did you? I guess. I mean, he won it and then cashed in and then lost, but. Yeah, I mean, that's just something we all saw coming. The Nikki Ash thing, I don't think we all saw coming because a lot of us picked her to win. Only one person picked Charlotte to win. So, but every, everyone knew Bobby Lashley was beating The Miz back in oh, yeah. February, let's be honest. Yeah. Okay, next. Next match. We had our first great match of the night. And this was match of the night, in my opinion. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Edge comes out, does a half-brewed, half-normal entrance, which I thought was fantastic. Excellent yeah. entrance. You could see like the elation on his face when he does the brood stuff, and then he like bends over 
and then his uh oh what's the band that does his music alter bridge i think does his music uh that music hits and you can like see his face just like light up and he's like let's fucking go i was hyped when i saw that it was awesome but no pyro that would have yeah that would have topped yep that would have just that would have i see that would have been the cherry on top of the icing that was on this cake of this match yeah i agree it was a, it, you're absolutely right. It was, it was a phenomenal match. <laughs> I just realized I wrote down a funny note. Um, Michael Cole, I remember this now. He, because uh, they pointed out during this match that, that these two have never had a one on one match. And Michael Cole was like beyond himself how Edge and Seth Rollins have never wrestled before. Like S- Michael Cole, Edge retired in 2011 and Seth Rollins debuted in late 2012 with the shield yeah there's your fucking answer <laughs> there's your fucking answer michael and then he idiot. spent half a year greater than half a year injured after his return yeah and well since his return has feuded with randy orton and roman reigns that's it and i guess he's done the royal rumble yeah that's it michael how do you not know these things they should pay you instead of michael cole that would be awesome i'll take michael cole's paycheck yeah, I would. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's probably up there. It's definitely higher. It's definitely higher than whatever I get paid. Who might clear a mill? I don't know. Uh maybe. I don't know. Because well, he's, he's he's like the head of commentary for the company. Yeah, he's head of commentary. He definitely does like. He definitely helps with creative and stuff. So, Edge wins this. Edge wins this match. This, this was I think best match on the card. Not the highest rated beer rating match on the card. It only got two beers. Oh. Yeah, I had 2.25. Okay. But... I'll change that. We'll round up 2.25 beers. For anyone on the metric system, that's two and a quarter. That that's... doesn't. That's not check the conversion again. I don't think that is a conversion. That's just shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right next we had bobby lashley versus goldberg i had a sign for this one did you see this sign no vince loves large men that's true uh quote from Corey graves also he said don't expect a technical masterpiece i i did not i literally said after he said that i said out loud to nobody in the room no shit Corey." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Goldberg bled, like we said earlier, and Goldberg is just, I'll just say it. He is a danger to anyone who steps in the ring with him. And that's not like he's going to beat, he's going to beat your ass so hard and fucking kick your ass in the wrestling ring. No, he'll physically hurt you when trying to put on a wrestling match. Yeah. He's not good. When he took Bobby and like Bobby was on the top rope and he grabbed him and kind of threw him off the top rope and Bobby was just to flip over and land on his back. The throw was so weak that Bobby almost landed on his fucking head. Yeah. I guess we kind of got uh, a little karma because I guess Goldberg got a little karma because even though I don't think he's ever really actually hurt anyone. It's just come so damn close all the time. 
He gave then, Undertaker uh, a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Goldberg got hurt. Can't say I wasn't upset. I didn't know that. I didn't know he got hurt. He probably hurt himself. I mean, how did you not know he got hurt? They stopped the match. Oh, I thought that was just storytelling. I was pretty drunk at this point. I'm fairly certain it was real. Oh. I don't think they would stop it if it wasn't real. Yeah, I, I, I honestly thought it was storytelling. Well, I guess. I was, I, I was pretty drunk, and I get, haven't gone back and rewatched it. Get Joe drunk, and he'll just believe anything he sees. And this got a beer and three quarters. Mm-hmm. And then we had the main event, Roman Reigns versus John Cena. I thought that the way that they made this feel like such a, like the, the big fight feel here was done to perfection. I thought it was great. I thought the match was good. All right, sorry, sorry, I thought the match was great. The, the way, like I said, that the way that it just felt like a big main event fight. And that's something I talked about earlier is like the main events, or I guess uh, in weeks past is like the main events in WWE and the pandemic era have not felt like main events. Like this felt something like you want to be on your feet for, for the entire match. Cause you're afraid you're going to miss something. Did you see that one guy in like the front row or the second row that was on his feet literally the entire time? No, he was... would, he would stand up, throw his arms up and have like the expression of like, what? And then sit right back down. And he, no, that's not even that. was, there was one guy that was just standing through the entire match and he was sit he was sitting supposed to be sitting a, a couple rows like in front of pretty much everyone so i felt so bad the entire time for the people that that were sitting behind him because he was just blocking their view entirely like a stand up for a real edgier seat moment sure but he was just standing there arms crossed like watching in the <laughs> second row I think I, I saw him. I, I saw a meme for him today. I did not see that guy. Did you see the guy I was talking about, though? No. This guy was uh, from the hard camera, facing like the normal way of the crowd right there. That's on. That's at ringside. He's like four rows back, and it's like every few minutes he would just stand up, throw his arms up, and have that "what the fuck" look, and then yeah. he would sit back down. <laughs> he did it like every five minutes for the entire pay per view. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how you didn't see it. Yeah. Let's see. There was a, I mean, so like I said earlier, I came home and watched this one live actually because I was able to get home before the pay-per-view ended because it actually ended pretty late. Uh, there was actually a few times that I thought Cena had it. Yeah. the entire Like the first half of the match, they played Cena as an underdog and then Cena really ramped up and you're right there there were a, a couple real close calls yeah i i thought it was great uh roman reigns though ends up winning off of a spear he celebrates and then we get the return i was okay yeah then we get the return of the beast brock lesnar the beast incarnate and Watching Paul Heyman cower in fear when Brock Lesnar entered the ring was so funny. Yeah. It was done like just the entire the entire story that Roman and Cena told leading up to this 
the match being great, the post-match stuff, like the angle being great, like every story, every angle that's been a part of that was a part of that match was so good. Yeah. I really enjoyed all of it. I got two and three quarters of a I got three for this one. Okay. So let's see. I had I originally had 14 total beers, so we just added a half a beer, and then that also didn't count the pre-show match. So 15 and a half beers for SummerSlam. For for a 10-card pay-per-view or 10-match pay-per-view. Yeah. Get your shit together, SummerSlam. That was not good. You you can do better. Be be like don't be like Peacock. Be better. Be better. That's all, right, all I, we have to say. All right. All right. Let's get into, in my opinion, best show of last weekend. Yeah. NXT TakeOver. Oh, damn. I just overshadowed that beer crack. My apologies. It actually wasn't a great beer crack. It, it, it didn't really give that crisp sound. Mm. It was more of a, which is weird. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, uh, it's because it's the one I dropped. Why'd you why'd you do that? I didn't, it wasn't on purpose. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Best show of last weekend, in my opinion. NXT takeover 36. We're gonna start with the million dollar championship on the line, Ellie Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Whoa, whoa. You're gonna Oh, I forgot. Guess what? I also had to do with NXT takeover fucking 36, Joe. What's that? Now I'm actually now now I'm getting irritated again because I'm thinking about it twice in one day. Fuck you, Peacock. I had to go back and watch it on replay. And the pre-show is not on the replay once again. Yeah, you didn't miss much. It was a 30 minute pre-show. We had Ridge Holland versus Trey Baxter and it got a quarter of a beer. It was a squash match. Oh, okay. I don't uh, like unless. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it, so. There were two entrances, a finisher and a and an end of match. That's it. Maybe there was one or two more, but probably not. Jesus, it was an absolute squash, and Pete Dunn was there. Huh. Well, then we got to the main card, and we had L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes for the million dollar championship. If L.A. Knight would have won, uh, Ted DiBiase would have to become his butler. We had some blood in this match from Cameron Grimes. Yep. Which is surprising. The the blood. Actually, no, I I was about to say the blood on this pay-per-view was surprising, but then I remembered who else bled and I was like, "Mm, actually, no, not surprising at all. This was a good match. It was just a, it was just a solid match. Yeah. Not not a whole lot of like surprising things happened in the match. Like you had some interference from Ted DiBiase here, a couple of, uh, a couple times and Cameron Grimes wins the match and is free of his Butler duties. And I got two and a quarter beers for this. Yep. Cool. Yeah, cool. Pretty good. Checks with chart. Sweet. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. We had some Dakota chance to start the match, which I thought was surprising. The CWC, the, the capital wrestling center, where they have NXT events, those people are fucking weird. Who they cheer and who are, who, they, who they cheer for, who they boo, when they boo, the things that they chant for some reason, I don't get it. 
that they're that and maybe it's a florida thing i don't fucking know people maybe people in florida are just weird maybe there's a chance leslie just said yes from the kitchen oh she so. just said yes and she was saying it from the kitchen yeah what did you think i meant i thought she would the direct quote was yes from the kitchen and from leslie oh <laughs> why would she say that <laughs> You're a silly goose today. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so zany. Oh. I wrote down. I'm trying. Man, I drink during these things. And it was a week ago. And I'm struggling to remember. I wrote down. I thought we might have a wardrobe malfunction in this match. Don't I, remember. Didn't notice. I didn't notice one. No, I don't think there was one. I, I wrote down. I thought we might have one. Oh, it was because like Raquel's like top was like super loose. No. Oh. For some reason, that was like okay. it was just odd. Like I didn't, you wouldn't think they would want to wear loose clothing. No, I don't think so. But uh, go ahead. I wrote finish your beer for this, and I had to think really hard why we had to finish our beer. And now I remember. Oh, uh, yep. So the match ends with Raquel hitting the uh, one arm power bomb from the top rope which was absolutely deadly. I thought this match exceeded expectations. I thought probably might have still been number five match on the card. Maybe uh, maybe tied for fourth with Grimes and Knight, but still very good. Raquel wins, retains the championship, and we get the debut? It's the debut. No, 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 it's, on... a, it's a return. It's a return. She was in, uh, wasn't she in a War Games match? Oh, she might have been. Yeah, Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray returns. And so wait, how many beers did you get? I got two beers. Maybe I didn't count the return because I got a beer and a half. Yeah, maybe you're missing the return then. I think I missed the return. And maybe I had like half of a beer left and I probably like forgot. Well, maybe I think I think I just forgot to like write it down or something. I don't know. Whatever. Then we got to the match of definitely the night. Probably the weekend. Pro- definitely. Oh, definitely the weekend. Yeah. Probably of the whole world. Probably the year. Yeah. Maybe. This Walter versus Ilya Dragunov is now on my list of matches to show non-wrestling fans. Yeah. I, both of them? This Yeah. But I think this one, because it's just easier to find. The, the one on NXT UK, like you have to go back so far and find the specific episode. This one, you know, it happened at NXT TakeOver 36. Easier to find. I, this this will probably be the one. And I think it's shorter than the other one. I'm, pre- I'm fairly certain. Uh, the other one was super long. But yeah, this was just amazing. Yeah. Very good. The one thing that I was really upset about with myself... I picked Adam Cole to bleed. And when we were doing predictions last week, I had Ilya Dragunov written down. Yeah, you did. You had him written down and you crossed it out because you didn't know when it was taped. And I thought about that when I was watching. Yeah. I did not know the the NXT on Tuesday before TakeOver when Dragunov got busted open. I did not know when that show was taped. So I was thinking like how like this could have been a long time before 
30 like NXT takeover and Dragunov could be like I I didn't even know the, the extent of the cut but he had to get stitches. Yeah, but he didn't even bleed from his head. So Chad I was so this one I watched with Chad like we were texting back and forth during it. He said he bled from the stitches. I never saw the blood from the stitches. I no. counted it because he said he saw it, but I don't really see it. But the ref put on gloves. And there was when the when the ref put on gloves because there was blood, there wasn't blood. You know what I'm saying? Like huh. at, at the point where the ref put on gloves, there was not there was not blood. And Chad said it was from the stitches, but I never saw that. No, I saw blood from Ilya Dragunov, but not not from the stitches. Yeah, the, the both of these guys bled in the match. And did you see? Did you see the picture of Ilya Dragunov after the match when when the blood really came to the surface of those those bruises? Yeah, you could see it during the fucking match. Yeah, when but he, especially when he held after the, when he held the title up after the match, like holding it up, like it was just ridiculous. Yeah, he looked like it was all the way up his fucking neck, dude. He looked like he was abused, and he was. <laughs> That's true, but like. He looked like he was abused and like really, really didn't want to be abused, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but he's the champ now. I didn't Ilya know how else to word one. it. <laughs> yeah. Ilya Dragunov finally takes down, is the one that finally takes down Walter after 870 days, I think is what they said. Something like that. It was a Something long time. insane. Something like some insane long amount of time. Yeah, I got three beers for this match. Yeah, that's and, fair. And oh, I almost said that that was the highest rated, but no. Next match, highest rated match in the card: Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, the undisputed finale, best two out of three falls. First match was a traditional singles match. That one was pretty quick. O'Reilly got the first fall. Um, then they had a street fight, and that one was probably the better i think the best of the three matches that they had yeah um adam cole this was the point where he put the lock jaw on o'reilly which obviously like we said Britt baker's finisher the law jock no you said that earlier that's <laughs> wrong and then also during this they they both pulled out chains and just punched each other with the chains that was at least 20 drinks I think they each punched each other 10, 10 times Yeah, with the chains. It was horrendous to watch and horrendous to catch up to. Yeah. And then they did the they did one of those spots where they put the backs of chairs next to each other so that the two backs of the chairs like create like a pyramid sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And O'Reilly went through it, landed on it. It looked disgusting. And I think he actually is hurt from that probably not like like not injured but hurt you know what i'm saying yeah you know what i mean yeah uh but cole adam cole won the second fall and then the cage match was the third fall and i thought like after this after the street fight i was like damn i'm super pumped for this cage match now like thought like match one shitty whatever traditional match match two, street fight a sprint to the finish like 
six or seven minutes long. And then cage match was like, I was feeling like cage match was going to be like this 15, 18 minute classic. And it went like six minutes or something like that. And just wasn't that great at the end. Um, for some fucking reason, Adam Cole pulled what I thought was the dumbest move that I can think of in recent history. He handcuffs O'Reilly to the rope and doesn't climb out of the cage. Yeah, he wanted to punish Kyle. He was also almost climbed out of the cage earlier and then came, decided to come back in. Yeah, I, I don't know. You'd think you'd want to win the match, but I guess not. Not yeah, when you're on your not when you're on your way to AEW. <laughs> but Kyle puts him into a submission and Adam Cole taps out maybe for the first time in NXT. I'm not I don't really I'm not No, really he's sure. tapped before. I think he's he I'm pretty sure did he tap to the Gargano escape in the uh two probably. or three falls? Yeah, you're you're probably right. Pretty sure. I'm fairly certain Adam Cole's tapped before. Like a few times. Okay, fair enough. Stop. No. Uh, but as soon as O'Reilly wins that third fall, uh, the bullshit chants ensue. The cr- like, this is another th- like CWC thing. Like, I don't get them. Like, you're just gonna boo the shit out of Kyle O'Reilly. Cool, cool Kyle is so cool. Yeah, there there must be incredible acoustics in that. Uh, where one person starts chanting and then everyone's like, oh, I don't want to miss out on the chant. <laughs> I don't want to miss. <laughs> I, I want to have fun with the chant. I want to play along. Shut no, up, CWC. All, all my friends are chanting. <laughs> but my friends are chanting bullshit. Why can't I chant bullshit? <laughs> I, I like Kyle O'Reilly, but like, I don't care. And that's, that's what people from the CWC sound like. They probably said that exact thing. There's at least one person yeah, that said that exact thing. Uh, I got four and a half beers for this match. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of beer. A lot of, lot of burr. A lot of burr. A lot of booed lights. Uh, then we had the main event of TakeOver. Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe. Uh, started out with We Want Scarlet Chance. I don't think she'll be back for a while. I think... Like I said last week, they're doing this character build for Karrion Cross, where she finally joins him and is, like you said, the muse, or I said the answer to his troubles, basically. Uh, this match honestly wasn't all that great, but I, it didn't matter to me because Samoa Joe won. Uh, and I pulled some very like mind-freaky shit during this match because I was, and you can ask Chad, you can ask him, because I texted him these things before they happened. I texted him randomly. I was like, I feel like somebody is going to bleed from the mouth in this match. And then Samoa Joe bled. And then as soon as he bled, I was like, holy shit, I'm, I'm a psychic. And then I texted him again. And I was like, do you think we're going to, do you think we're going to see the return of the muscle buster in this match? And that's how the match ends. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm, a, I'm might be a genius because when he moved up to the main roster, he didn't use the muscle buster anymore. It was like NXT exclusive. Yeah. But yeah, Samoa Joe, first ever three time NXT champion. And I got 1.75 beers for that. Yeah, match. I got 1.75 written down. Great match. Great storytelling. 
I don't know. Uh, like we talked about last week, I don't know how long it's going to last with, with the Wale colorful version of NXT. Probably a while. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I think this is like the new direction that they're going. Samoa Joe, the 40-year-old dude, is the new direction that NXT is going? For now, right? It, it can't happen overnight. You still have Gargano. You still have Champa, You still have O'Reilly. You still have uh, Samoa Joe, right? These guys are older. Uh, Samoa Joe has the size that they're looking for, but not the age, and then the other three don't have the size that they're looking for in the main roster. Like they're going, something's going to happen to them. I'm assuming they'll get called up. I don't think they're going to stay in NXT, but the new look NXT is going to be like completely. You're you're saying thumbs down, but no, I'm I'm not. I'm saying thumbs. I thought you were specifically talking about the new logo and and entrance song to the the show. No, I don't care about that. I, logos can. I, I don't care. It's the it's the black and gold brand, Dylan. Not anymore. It's a new look. I did, yeah. I honestly, I did kind of forget it is. That's like changing SmackDown or Raw to a rainbow show. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe it's not the black and gold brand anymore because AEW is black, black and gold. Maybe I they're thought, in, maybe they're intimidated. I thought I thought AEW was black and yellow. No idea. All right, let's get into the weekly recap. Let's just talk about the major stuff from the week. Uh, we'll start with Raw. I have three things for Raw. Maybe four. You want to talk about Karrion Cross? Karrion Cross's new mask? <laughs> Looks like a, like a dominatrix or something. Yeah. What in the fuck was that? Not good. I've never, I mean, okay, yes, I have seen Twitter blow up ridiculously for wrestling stuff, but I've never laughed so hard. It was like every fucking account that I follow was posted the picture. Oh, God. <laughs> the picture, like I said, uh, of him with the mask on. And it was like, what is this? It looked so stupid. Yeah. It looked like it was just like thrown together in 20 minutes because even the strap that he was wearing around his, his body like came undone during the match as well. Ah, so dumb. Yeah. Any 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 thoughts on that? No. I I mean same thoughts. It's it looked silly. I'm I'm surprised they're not making him wrestle with his with his 3D printed mask on. Maybe it's because <laughs> it's metal. Yeah. Maybe maybe because it could be used as a weapon. That's oh, my thought. Oh, weapon use. I forgot mm. about weapon use. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anything anything else you wanted to talk about? Well, the final breakdown between Miz, T- or Miz and Morrison. Yep, that was one of the things I had. Sweet. So that they did moist TV. Mm-hmm. Super uh, moist. Johnny gets upset with, with Miz again and then sets up a match between Woods and, and the Miz. And then after the match, Miz attacks old Johnny Drip Drip. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to this match between those two. I'm excited for the babyface run of John Morrison. Yeah, me too. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Like I think this will be the peak of his run is the start of it. Yeah. 
Like they'll make it look like he's on his way to a title title picture or something like that. Like he'll probably be number one contender for the United States Championship at some point. But it's not going to go anywhere. Let's let's get real honest with ourselves. Yeah, this is the money match for both of them at this point in their careers. Yeah, I and, don't know. I when when John Morrison first signed on with WWE again, I can you tell Leslie to quiet down. Hey, Leslie. Joe said to quiet down. <laughs> clap back. She said, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I thought she was I, like, I, could you tell Joe to shut the fuck up? Yeah, I was kind of hoping for that. Yeah, he said he was hoping for that. Oh, my gosh. She said, good morning. Morning. <laughs> yeah. So when, when Johnny Drip Drip first signed back on with WWE, I kind of thought, oh, he was at least destined for like a intercontinental championship run or something like that. And then he signed on with Morrison or sorry, the Miz and they had their tag team title run. And I, I don't know. I just, I'm not that hopeful that he's going to have a great singles run here. I mean, hopefully he beats the Miz. That's, that's my hope. I'm assuming they're going to have a match at extreme rules. It'll probably have a stipulation to it. Yeah. I don't know. And then the last thing I had for Raw was just uh, it looks like Alexa Bliss is going to be the next challenger for Charlotte, which sign me up. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. I can get behind a fresh matchup any day yeah. on Raw. The other thing I uh, I kind of liked, and it's something we normally don't talk about, but I'm I'm only talking about two specific people: Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. I think I could get behind that tag team. You want to rephrase that? I think I can get behind the tag team of Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. As in supporting them? Yeah. Okay. I just oh. want to make sure that's what oh, you the, meant the, by getting behind them. That This is a phrasing situation. Yeah. Are we, st- are we still saying phrasing? We are doing phrasing. All right. I think. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and that's that's really all I had. Who did for, they face? Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler was upset oh. that Nia Jax was in a tag team match without her the week before. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to that. So there's some trouble in paradise? Trouble in River City. Yeah. <laughs> um, NXT. Uh, let's see. Ridge Holland is like looking like he's going to be like the guy, the next dude that they build up big. And uh, I talked to Chad a little bit because this kind of cuts into the main event a little bit because they already had the six man tag, right? So they had the six man tag between Legato and hit row Legato wins. I no longer think that this is the route they're going for war games. I think it's Pete Dunn's team versus like Champa Thatcher and probably MSK. Hmm. I think that's a solid War Games match, though. Yeah, I think it'd be good. That's probably probably what they're going to do. Erase what I wrote before. Luckily, I wrote it in pencil. Write that one down in pen. In pen? So. Write it down in, in pencil. Yeah. So it's still going to be in pencil. Card is always subject to change, Joe. Oh, that's fair. We have a we have an official wedding date for September fourteenth for uh, Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis. Uh, yeah. Will you will you did you get your invite yet? I haven't gotten it. 
No. Mm-hmm. I got my invite. I had to uh, RSVP no. Oh, man. I'll be working. Shit. Uh, let's see. Bunch of new challengers for, or I guess not a bunch. Samoa Joe was the one who had a bunch of new challengers. Uh, a few new challengers for Raquel Gonzalez. Kaylee Ray, who we already talked about, and then Frankie Monet also confronted her backstage. We'll see where that goes with that. Uh, Samoa Joe was confronted by Pete Dunne, LA Knight, and Kyle O'Reilly. So, not Go sure. Ahead. Not sure who they're going to give the first match to. I have I think a feeling it'll be Pete Dunne. I was going to say I have a feeling it's going to be LA Knight, like on NXT TV, because he kind of stuck out like a sore thumb there. Yeah. In those who confronted Samojo, and especially since he lost at Takeover, like why would you losing give you a title shot? But you know that makes a whole lot of sense. But whatever. Say it so. Jones got screwed. I was literally about to talk about that. Yeah, I know. My boy Odyssey Jones with a tear in my eye. He lost in the finals of the NXT breakout tournament. And what was the best match of that tournament and only good match of that tournament? I am just going to be the biggest Odyssey Jones fan and supporter for the rest of his career because he's amazing and I like him a lot. All right. Might even venture, might even venture to say I love him. You said it. I hope to, I hope to one day to see him on the main roster and that I attend to show that he's at. As soon as they make an Odyssey Jones shirt, if it looks cool, I might buy it. There, it's I said a, it. There's a lot of ifs and maybes there. And I'm drunk, so that's another, like, that's that just also throws a wrench into the whole thing. The, the thing about this is the, so you were talking about the logo earlier. This show in particular, which I didn't think, it didn't really feature a whole lot of, the older uh, members of NXT. I thought it featured a lot of younger talent, a lot of up and comers. I have had some doubts in recent weeks about the direction that NXT could be taking, but I no longer have any doubts. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Ridge Holland looks great. MSK is good. Hit Row and Legato are awesome. All the people in the breakout tournament, despite the fact that every match until the finals was not great, I think they will all be huge game changers for the roster. And then you can take out Joe, Gargano, Champa, shit, Thatcher. Um, I'm missing someone big. O'Reilly, right? You still have Pete Dunne. Like, he's young. I don't know. I don't have my. I, I have. I have no doubts anymore about the the future of NXT. I think they'll be fine. Hell, bring Tyler Bate back, dude. Love me some Tyler Bate. Yeah, he was awesome. He still is. I love the Tyler Bate chance they do in the UK. Yeah. All they do is just say Tyler Bate, but they like they're like Tyler Bate, Tyler Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate. Yeah, that is what they say. Yeah, I wasn't really going anywhere with that other than saying it. <laughs> um. That's it for NXT. Uh, Moving on to Dynamite. There was a lot of complaints online going into Wednesday night for this episode of Dynamite. The card 
I will agree. As advertised, did not look great. Few matches, few matches overachieved. I thought uh, a couple other matches uh, achieved to the point that I, I think the internet thought they would. You had Orange Cassidy beat Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy bled ridiculously after Cassidy hit a crossbody from the top rope. Saw Matt Hardy post pictures online of his face like over the course of four days, like it a busted lip, uh, like had he also bled from his nose i don't think he broke his nose but then also had like a it wasn't a black eye because the eye wasn't black but it was definitely like like real swollen up i don't know why i didn't just say swollen eye in the first place um yeah it looks swollen shut yeah he looks like shit yeah yeah you're looking at it right now i'm assuming yeah yeah, he's got a big old swollen lip. Yeah. I think Cassidy just like landed full body weight like directly on top of his face. Yeah, he must have. It, it didn't look great. Um, then we had the Jericho segment, Joe. So Jericho and MGF are having a match at All Out now. And if Jericho loses, he will basically retire from in-ring competition. He said he wouldn't perform on AEW again. Yeah, but he, he would say, like, he did mention the fact that he would just go commentary. Like, he's not. Did he? I, yeah, because I don't think it's a he's leaving AEW to go back to WWE or anything oh, like no, that. Not WWE. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, that's true. Money talks. Where do you see this one going? Because I'm 50 50. I'm completely I'm torn right in half between my prediction for this match. I know we're not doing predictions till next week. Do you feel confident in what you think you're going to predict next week? No, I'll probably just go with Jericho taking the W. Cuz it's a safer bet. Just because I don't think Chris Jericho's ever going to say definitely I'm retired from entering competition. Yeah, I think it has a little bit to do with that and a little bit to do with like what you said last week, like when he retires, you said that you said that he said nobody would actually know. He just kind of rides off into the sunset, like under the radar. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I think this this big match, I'm I'm going to retire from entering competition. Is I don't think there's anything to it. I think Chris Jericho is finally going to get the W over over. MJF, and that'll be the end of it. Hmm. Maybe. Hopefully, yeah. we don't have another MJF Chris Jericho match after this because this this feud's been building for a year, and we've already yeah. had three matches between them. I am getting tired of this one. As much as I like to to build up AEW, and talk talk highly about it, they're like some of their feuds drag on a long time. Yeah, I don't mind this one a lot because it is Jericho and MJF and they can keep it intriguing with their promos. See, you, you don't mind this this feud, this individual portion of the feud, but you're tired of Pinnacle versus yes. Inner Circle. Yeah. Well, no. I'm not I'm in, I'm intrigued for FTR versus uh Proud and Powerful next week on Dynamite. Yeah. Cuz it's uh Cash's 
well, I mean, it's their follow-on match after Cash got his like the nerve damage in his arm. Yeah. So I think it's really just the Guevara spear stuff that I'm tired of and the Hager Wardlow stuff. I think the other two matchups, the tag, the tag match one isn't isn't really played out at all. MJF and Jericho is played out, but I think they keep it alive decently with their promo work. Yeah. Keeps me coming back. All right. I enjoy well, it. The uh, one thing from AEW that I had had noticed slash laughed at was the, the segment between Christian Cage and, Ken, and Kenny Omega. When Kenny Omega, well, Christian Cage says something mean about Kenny Omega, and then Kenny Omega gets in his face and he's like, you think you know me? You think you know me? Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that. Oh, man. It was like they showed like that video or whatever when I honestly, I wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention when I watched that. But it, like the you think you know me portion caught my attention. And I, I also chuckled at it. Yeah. I'm actually starting to look forward a little bit more to that match. I, I, I know it's going to be good. I hope it's great, but uh, other stuff for Dynamite, they had uh, Statlander and Britt Baker has been made official for All Out. That one seems obvious. And then the, well, I guess Malachi Black beating down the Nightmare family. We'll see where that goes. Do you think Cody comes back next week to kind of make this match official at All Out, or you think they're doing... Malachi Black versus Cody at all out at all. I I honestly don't. He might come back. They've already had their match though. Yeah, but it was quick. That was a very quick match. Yeah. So may, maybe we get an actual match. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see next week, and that's the go home show. So maybe they make it official, and we get to we get to see it again. Yeah, the only thing is, like, if they if he does next if he does come back next week, and they make it official, then it's just like very tiny build for it. But I'm a, I'm still down to see that match anytime, any place. Yeah, and then the I mean, last the only, the only okay, go ahead. I was gonna say the only other thing that I had for this was the CM Punk stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't even the promo itself. It was just something he said uh, after the chant. Yeah. That, uh, when I watched that, I was, I was sitting here watching with Leslie, right? And he's doing the, doing the promo about like, talking about the young talent that he wants to work with. And it makes him think to see him, like, can CM Punk still go? Does CM Punk still have it? Crowd starts doing the yes chant. And then he just he just smirks. He knows exactly what he's about to say. And he's like, that's another guy's shtick. You're gonna have to be a little patient. Yeah. And I just, oh man, I was like, oh, let's go. Even though I know that Brian Danison's coming. It just any and mention then, of and it. And then after he's done with that, he'll show up on AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for ruining that. <laughs> damn you yeah i didn't have anything else for dynamite i i thought it exceeded the expect the very very low expectations but not by much yeah it is it is what it is they're not going to hit everything out of the park every week yeah you can't you know 
I guess we could also talk about Rampage here real quick. Uh, the only really notable thing from Rampage, the Lucha Bros won the uh, Tag Team Eliminator Tournament final match, so they will be taking on the Young Bucks at All Out. I did not get to watch the match yet, but I'm sure it was fantastic. It was pretty good. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, I watched, I watched some of Rampage last night. Nice. All right. I, I turned it off during the bunny and uh, Ty Conti during, match. During the bunny and Ty Conti match? Yeah. Didn't even finish that one? No. Hmm. Well. Because then the main event didn't intrigue me either, and I had already watched so much fucking wrestling after this, at, at this past week. Yeah, it's the same amount as every week. No, what we had two, two pay-per-views. Yeah, and we have one next week. It's going to be yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, SmackDown. Kevin Owens on commentary this week because Pat McAfee has the cocoa. Yeah. Uh, get well soon, Pat. We know you're a longtime listener. We miss you. We miss you a lot. Um, but yeah, I thought Kevin Owens was great on commentary. Did a good job. Yeah. yeah I mean, he they brought they brought Corey Graves over, and I didn't. I I had to do my own research to find out why Pat was gone. I thought that they said maybe, it at the beginning. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't listening. No excuses. Except for the times earlier in this show where I said, oh, I don't think I was listening to that. Yeah. Yeah. So Pat McAfee had had the COVID, has the COVID, and he missed out and we missed out because he was gone. Yeah, we didn't get like the like uh, we had another Rick Rick Boogs match. We didn't get to see them celebrate with McAfee. We had stupid Corey Graves say he's on the fence about Rick Boogs. Oh, no. You can't be on the fence with Rick Boogs. You're either you're either in or you're out. And that's pretty much what Michael and Kevin said. Yeah. For the record, this podcast is in on Rick Boogs. Yeah. We're all the way in. We write that down. Yeah. In permanent marker. Permanent marker. Sharpie. Sharpie that on your piece of paper. One of those bald Sharpies. One of the ones with like the huge, fat, like one inch long tip that oh, smell yeah. really good that make your brain hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Write it in that. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> Rick Boogs. Honestly, Rick Boogs and Odyssey Jones might be my two favorite wrestlers right now. Wow. <laughs> that's a bold statement. Up and comers. Okay. What the fuck else happened on SmackDown? Oh, Becky Lynch wore a crop top. Sure. I I was I was surprised by it. That's the only reason I noticed. I said, that's not Becky. Becky doesn't do that. I mean, it's because she's trying to be a heel now. I don't know why that would make her a heel. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she's just changing her look because she wants to be or she is now trying to be a heel. Or or maybe maybe it was like, hey, I'm a mom. And I worked out a whole lot. And this is like, I got my, my pre-mom could body. also be a humble brag. Like, yeah. Hey, look at my rocking bod after I'm pregnant or after I was pregnant and had a kid. That's and what I was thinking. Now I I'm was... now I look better than all of you. Yeah. Still. I thought, I thought it was probably a humble brag kind of thing. Yeah. Humble brag. Let's go with that. The only other thing I, I mean, the only other thing that stands out to me is the Finn Balor stuff. Yeah, I mean, before we get into the Finn Balor stuff, there was some stuff where Paul Heyman was like nervously scratching his head 
and he goes up to the door to Roman Reigns. Tries locker. to get in Roman Reigns' locker room, and the the door is locked. Yeah, and then this... the, the Usos call him out, and they say, "Come on, come on, uh, Paul. You you knew Brock Lesnar was coming back." And uh, then Paul's really nervous that he thinks the Tribal Chief is going to be mad at him because Brock Lesnar returned. And then Roman Reigns comes back, comes back, and he's like, "Hey." What's going on? You don't open the door for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so intrigued where like to see where this goes. Yeah, this is going to be, I don't know, next to I mean, next to Rain Cena Reigns Reigns is next best or even better story that he's going to tell because it also involves Paul Heyman and like all Paul of the Heyman. all of the backstory that they've had throughout their entire time together but brock lesnar doesn't have anyone to talk for him right now i'm sure he'll be fine do you think brock lesnar talking by himself will be fine brock lesnar speaks in action he doesn't he doesn't need to speak english on a microphone he can speak in action and i know he i know he can do that (laughs) all right do you think this is a face turn for brock lesnar in yeah, a weird what way? the fuck? What kind of question? Is- that was a stupid question, of course. Well, it's it's weird. That's the whole point of it. Like the whole dynamic is shifted, and it makes the matchup must see because we haven't seen this t- this like every other time that the two have faced each other. Reigns has been pushed as a face and Brock the heel. Well, now the now it's switched up, and I'm interested to see where they go with it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think he's a face face, you know. Because no, after, he's a badass. He's a tweener. He's a he's a badass tweener that he, people he, cheer he for. Beat, he beat the shit out of John Cena again. Yeah, but that was that was not on camera. Okay, fair enough. That was for the fans, and the fans the fans were cheering for Roman at SummerSlam and booing Cena. Like, so if the fans in Allegiant Stadium are booing Cena and Lesnar gives him a million fucking German suplexes. The fans are going to cheer for Brock. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Finn Balor, I guess challenged because I didn't oh. watch the rest of SmackDown. Challenge Roman next week for the Universal Championship in Jacksonville. SmackDown, we're having a Universal Championship match. I'll be there. Suck it, Joe. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I get to see uh, a title match on TV. I mean, I know who's going to win, but it doesn't matter to me. This is going to be a good match. Uh, there's something that we gl- glossed over, and I'm not okay glossing over it, and that's Happy Corbin. Oh, my God. We glossed over Happy Corbin. Yeah. Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin, as he, as he called himself, is, is back, on, back on top. He uh he's he bet on himself with thirty seven dollars in Vegas, thirty five, thirty five dollars in Vegas, and turned it into hundreds of thousands, maybe millions. I I would hope millions because he talked about how he rode into, uh, he rode to SmackDown last night in a three hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah, probably millions. Then he also offered Biggie a hundred thousand dollars, and. 
they showed him buying another car. So he's got two really expensive cars and he offered a hundred thousand dollars for money in the bank. So yeah. If Big really E if Big E was smart, he would take the contract out of the briefcase and sell him the briefcase for a hundred K. Ooh, that'd be good. I was thinking that the entire time that they were doing that segment. I was like, oh, maybe that's where they're going with this. And then Big E was just like, No, I don't want your money. Whatever, Big E. Happy Corbin. Also one of my favorites right now. Already. The the video package they did of like him like finding like like getting rich again in Vegas was so funny. Yeah. I really I really hope this ends up in a face turn for him, but like he just he's not acting like it. I really want it to. I want to cheer Baron Corbin so bad. <laughs> All right. That wraps up SmackDown. I have one listener question, Joe, and we'll wrap up the show. Are you ready? Yeah. This one's a real thinker. This might take you a while. This one's a real stinker. I'll cut out. I'll cut out all the uh, the thinking time that you have in this one. All right. But imagine. All right. So imagine this: WWE opens up the forbidden door to AEW, which leads to a WWE versus AEW pay per view. You get to decide five WWE versus AEW dream matches that will happen. Which ones are you going to make? All right. So we got. Kenny Omega versus AJ Styles versus Adam Cole in a triple threat. Whoa. I love that because you have AEW versus WWE versus in between right now. Yeah. I love that, actually. Didn't even think about that. I was Uh, actually, so for my Omega match, I was thinking Omega Seth. I would also like to to very much see that. That's a good one. I was going all former leaders of of bullet club yeah i got that uh let's see what else uh you could also throw balor in the mix that's true that'd be a good one too uh so cole i don't think cole was ever the leader okay that's fair but either way uh then i got there's a very obvious one the shield triple threat no i wouldn't see that no, we've seen it already. Seen I don't think many. Moxley is in any of my dream matches. I would... If it's AEW versus WWE, I would say that that would be all right. But if if you could have John Moxley kind of turn on, on AEW for the pay-per-view alone and you got a Shield versus, I don't know, some some AEW faction... That'd be pretty good. Okay. I'm trying to think of, of Young that, Bucks versus the New Day. Young Bucks versus New Day. That's a good one. That's the easiest one. That's like the no-brainer. Yeah. I guess I, uh, probably Bailey versus Britt Baker. You didn't think I'd pick a women's match, did you? Uh, I thought about it, but it's Adam Cole and Britt Baker versus Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. I'd, I would like that. Yeah. I would like that a lot. And then Odyssey Jones versus... No. <laughs> <laughs> Odyssey Jones to be the winner of the 50-man battle royal. Ooh, that's a good one. The greatest, <laughs> the greatest Royal Rumble. Like, no, it's a 50-man battle royal. They all start in the ring at the same time. But Odyssey Jones is in the middle. 
everyone eliminates themselves simultaneously. Odyssey Jones is the last man standing. Boom. Book it. I guess an edge versus Christian. The storytelling would be a great in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would. I'm trying to think of like uh, something for Cody. Yeah, he's got too high an ego anyway. Cody versus Triple H. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I was thinking. Ooh, Tony Khan versus Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon would dust the floor with Tony Khan. <laughs> he's, he's such a nerd. I love Tony Khan, though. <laughs> but, I mean, Vince is probably double his age or close to it. But he's super jacked. Yeah. He would just beat his ass. And Vince is a professional wrestler. Duh. That's true. Yeah. Former, 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 former WWE WWF, champion. WWF champion, right? Same, same. That's no, literally no. the same thing, Joe. No. You're right. The WWF is the World Wildlife Foundation. That's true. Remember the he pandas? Saved, he saved so many pandas. The pandas that hit each other with chairs and jump off ladders and put each other through tables and stuff. Yeah, I do. Those pandas. That. All right. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I don't think we came up with five. Maybe we, we probably came up with five. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was this week's listener question. I really I saw that and I was like, oh, boy, I love this. I think we're going to take this somewhere good. Enjoyed it. Uh, closing out next week. Like we said, uh, Dewey is probably going to be on. I'm, I'm not going to guarantee it yet, but I will be in Jacksonville when we record next week. Uh, next week's show. And we are going to talk about the week that is about to happen in wrestling. And we're going to have our predictions for AEW All Out happening next Sunday, September 5th. And probably, hopefully, another good listener question. Yeah. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. hopefully Come on, fans. Yeah, fans. We're, I need those three listeners. Send, send us questions. Yeah. Send us questions on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. Follow us there. Uh, as always, rate, review, subscribe, whatever podcast platform you're listening on. We have been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan, Joe, and we'll catch you on down the road. I was thinking.